Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World with the Carries on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. To participate in the program, call us at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or check in anytime online at RudyMaxa.com or follow us on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome aboard, everybody, and Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to each and every one of you. This is your RM World Travel Connection, a special holiday edition. And from coast to coast, border to border, and up into Canada, we certainly appreciate you tuning in today. Last week, you heard Mary and me, we were broadcasting this show live from Europe as we were over visiting Budapest and Vienna and other charming cities in Hungary, Austria, and Germany with our friends at Ama Waterways River Cruises. We had a lot of fun, Mary, we for sure. We certainly I mean, did, yes. And a lot those, of fun, the, saw a lot of different things. Those views. Still haven't decided whether we like Buda or Pest. <laughs> and um, How about those views, 24-7? I think that's really what sets part of what sets river cruising apart. Yeah. Uh, so did you like the hillier side of Buddha or did you like the more flat area of Pest? I liked all of it. <laughs> Back in uh, what, 1873 when that all came together. Anyway, very interesting. And folks, we certainly recommend you taking a river cruise. And honestly, we can't say enough about the folks at Ama Waterways. I realize they're a sponsor on the show, but check them out. Go experience it. It's a different way to travel. And I think you'll have a good time. So today, uh, the Travel Trio, we're going to be taking the next two weeks to enjoy Christmas and the winter holidays, uh, and our broadcast is going to be comprised of encore presentations. Exactly, and I join Robert in wishing all of you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us here at RM World Travel. And here's a rundown of what you'll hear in Hour 1 today, our special holiday broadcast encore presentation. In segment two, travel savant and renowned food critic Alan Richmond talks about the food scene these days going on in Montreal, as well as Oslo. And in segment three, that will bring the return of one of the 100 most powerful women in travel, Kathy Sudeikis, to talk about multi-generational travel options that are out there for you. And it's listener emails with Robert, Rudy, and me in segment four. We got a lot of emails this year. We did. Yeah. We did. We yeah. got a lot of Keep emails. Keep sending those and, to uh, us. Yes. At, at, just go to our website, rmworldtravel.com, click on contact us and you can send us an email we love hearing from you and we've got a lot of segments coming up so please do send that on and we certainly try to get basically get to most of them if yeah, not on all, air yeah, or off air, or off air. Yeah. and then we will replay destination spotlight number 14 norlands in segment five this hour with their tourism ceo mark romick And speaking of the Destination Spotlight, this is a segment that Robert and I really enjoyed creating this year as our goal is to showcase lesser known locations around the U.S. that you might want to keep in mind when you're considering your next travel adventure. It's been well received, the Destination Spotlight this year. People seem to really like it, so we'll we'll keep doing that. And here's a shortened version of Destination Spotlight number five, Portland, Oregon with Marcus Hibden. Marcus, it was nice to meet you two weeks ago at IPW in Washington, D.C. Appreciate you being here on Rudy Max's World with the Carries as we spotlight Portland, Oregon today. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Uh, so, you know, I believe you moved to Portland about 10 years ago after visiting the city while working as a journalist. Love to know what gripped you about Portland and what keeps you there today besides your job. Sure. Happy to talk about that. Like a lot of other people, I first came to Portland on a short vacation, a couple days. I'd grown up in Seattle area and I knew Portland, but I'd never actually been. You know, 10 years ago, We were, you know, a small city uh, in the northwest that people may have heard of but certainly hadn't traveled. And I flew to the airport. I took the Max light rail train 
It took about 30 minutes to get downtown. I was drinking local craft beer, which was amazing. I was eating incredible food. The people were friendly. And I said, wow, I need to find out how I can live in this city. So I did. <laughs> Marcus, I agree with you on the uh, craft beer, by the way. But also, when I think of our time in Portland, something that really sticks out for me still is the International Rose Garden and the sheer number, thousands of different types of plants and the beautiful Japanese garden nearby. What are some other draws in Portland? And I think of the garden, but what are, what are some other draws? Sure. Well, the garden's great, and it turns 100 years old this year, which I think is really amazing. And the Japanese garden itself just went through a $33.5 million renovation. Oh. So if you haven't seen it, and it's been open about a month, you need to come back and take a look at it. But aside from those gardens, there's so much wonderful things going on in Portland. Our downtown is booming right now. While we're still holding on to a lot of the old gems, like Powell's Bookstore, it's the largest independent bookstore in the world. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's more than a city block, a million books inside of there. We have a thriving maker culture. These are young people making things by hand, the old-fashioned way, with a lot of attention to detail, amazing design, and just unbelievably good quality. Of course, the beer continues to be brewed every day in Portland. We have more than 75 breweries in the city now. That's more than any other city in the world. And Portland just continues to get better and better every year. I, you know, I have to tell you, uh, last time that we were there, I wasn't sure I was ever going to get Mary out of Powell's. I mean, you could uh, set up residence in that bookstore. Yeah, yeah. And they, I know they've got some different locations, but one of the things, folks, that as you're listening to the interview right now as we're talking about Portland, Oregon, I mean, there are so many very eclectic communities, if you will, uh, little parts of the town. Restaurant scene is terrific. I know that Seattle, as you just said, gets a lot of attention but Portland and coffee are pretty much synonymous. I mean, wouldn't you agree, Marcus? I mean, I'd love to know some of your favorite places. I absolutely would agree. I love Seattle. I think it's great. They have a great coffee culture up there, but what they're best known for is unleashing Starbucks on the world, which right. we've all had Starbucks. In Portland, we have small, local craft coffee roasters. These are people that are roasting coffee a few pounds at a time. There's no big production here. They travel all over the world to source the finest coffees. I would think the largest, place, the largest place would be Stumptown, right? I mean, I know we can, we can get that at that, but that's very selective as well. That's, that's true. Stumptown is the largest. Some of my favorites are some of the smaller guys right now. I'm a huge fan of a local roaster called Hard Coffee Roasters. You'll find them all over. Uh, they have three locations in the city now. Another great one on the what we call the Central East Side, just across from downtown, is a place called Kova. They're really only roasting about 20 pounds of coffee at a time. Their roaster's running all day. They travel the world looking for the finest coffee they can find, and then they just pay so much attention when they roast it. It's delicious. Uh, another great one is Water Avenue Coffee, also on the east side. And then one of my new favorites is called Nosa Familia. They actually Love own it. a coffee farm in South America, Bring their coffee back to Portland where they roast wow. it in the Pearl District. It's amazing stuff. Love it. Marcus, I want to ask you about when you think about Portland living there now for 10 years, what's a little known fact that you'd like our listeners to know about the city? Portland is close to so many wonderful outdoor activities, including Forest Park in the city, 5,100 acres, 70 miles of hiking trails. It's like a natural forest in the middle of our city. Well, they, And biking is a big thing there as well. So, Beautiful Marcus, city. listen, thanks for spotlighting Portland, Oregon with us today. Folks, if you want to plan your trip, check out TravelPortland.com. Marcus, enjoy the rest of your weekend, okay? Thanks so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. Thanks, Marcus.
You know, we've got over 20 new destination spotlights planned for 2018, and we enjoy hearing all of your feedback on the places we're covering and the experiences you're encountering as you go visit the places. And if you want to hear all 15 of the 2017 destination spotlights, they're right on the homepage of our website. You'll find that at rmworldtravel.com, directly under Travel Polls. And a quick reminder to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at rmworldtravel. As Mary mentioned a few minutes ago, today's show will be comprised of encore presentations. And on behalf of everyone who helps us put this show together and to get it to you week after week. We hope you all enjoy a wonderful Christmas week, and we thank you for being part of the RM World Travel Connection. The show returns in three minutes. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. There is no better time to get home security than right now. And right now for the holidays, our friends at Simply Safe are giving you an absolutely incredible offer. Save $200 on their special home security package, handpicked just for you. It's got entry sensors, motion sensors, glass break sensors, everything you need to stop criminals from ever touching your home. Save $200 today. Just go to simplysaferudy.com. That's $200 off this special security package at simplysaferudy.com or go to rmworldtravel.com and look under sponsors. Alma Waterways River Cruises are all about ensuring you enjoy the destinations as well as the journey itself. Immerse in local cultures and sites and enjoy luxury accommodations as you travel from one stunning city to the next. Every Alma Waterways River Cruise includes small group tours and excursions in every port of call, plus all your meals and fine wines and beer with lunch and dinner. You'll get free Wi-Fi and bicycles to explore on your own or join guided bike tours of charming towns. Discover Europe, Asia, and Africa with the best at amawaterways.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. You have to check blind spots to drive safely, right? Same thing goes for identity theft protection. If you just monitor your credit, you might miss something, like your info for sale on the dark web. LifeLock detects a wider range of identity threats to help protect your identity. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but with LifeLock, they offer visibility you might not get on your own. Memberships start at $9.99 a month. Get protection today at LifeLock.com. Use promo code RUDY to save 10% or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Today, when you walk into a store or go online, you'll find all types of bed sheets and bath towels. Most are made overseas along with the materials, but Redline cotton sheets and bath towels are 100% made in the U.S., starting with the seed in the ground on a family farm. The sheets are exceptionally soft, breathable cotton sheets stitched with the highest craftsmanship. And the sheets are so popular that Redland Cotton is now making luxurious, super soft bath towels. Check out their entire collection at redlandcotton.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. This is Mary Carey wishing you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us on the show. What follows is an encore presentation. Follow the program on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everyone. Mary and Robert with you for our showcase segment this hour. This should be a fun segment as we're going to be joined by 16-time James Beard Foundation Award winner for journalism and food correspondent for GQ Magazine and others, Alan Richmond. But first, a word about our show sponsor, Alma Waterway River Cruises. I saw a few messages this week from some of you out there commenting on what we've been saying about Alma Waterways, and here are a few excerpts. Christina said, I've traveled with Alma Waterway River Cruises on their enchanting Rhine River Cruise, and I'd highly recommend your listeners check them out before booking with any other company. The crew could not have been more friendly and helpful, and the meals were awesome. If you care about quality, Alma Waterways is for you. 
And Barbara added, I've cruised with AMA Waterways for their Christmas market itinerary you're talking about, and they exceeded my expectations at every turn. And then Sarah commented, uh, my mom and I did an AMA Waterways river cruise from Basel to Amsterdam, and she can't stop talking about how fantastic it was. I've talked to people who've done river cruises with other operators in AMA Waterways, and they've all said there's no comparison. I'm now thinking of doing their Mekong one in the spring. Well, good for you, Sarah. Folks, AMA Waterways river cruises are all inclusive, and the level of service they provide in Europe, Asia, or Africa, it's industry-leading and award-winning. Check them out at amawaterways.com or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Okay, food critic and journalist Alan Richman has won 16 James Beard Awards for his food writing. He's dined at top restaurants around the world. He recently spent time in two distinctly different cities exploring their current food scenes, Montreal, Canada, and Oslo, the capital city of Norway. So off to the phone we go for a discussion on these two cities as we welcome in Alan Richman. Alan? Hi. Nice to meet you electronically via the phone. I appreciate you joining Mary and me today. This is great. Because you get, you're letting me talk about two places I love. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right, so before we get started with your thoughts on Montreal and Oslo, and I know you want to talk about those, uh, since you've traveled the world as a food critic, you must have some thoughts on what you believe travelers are looking for in terms of good food. So I'd like to know your opinion on what most folks are seeking today from a food experience when traveling. You know, I only know what I love, and, and my thrill is to go to a restaurant that's even better than people tell me it is. And... That's still, you know, the dream I have of everybody. And you want the food to be of the place, but not so ridiculously of the place that you can't eat it, which we'll get to, by the way, when we talk about Oslo. Um, (laughs) So I'm just a man who just gets so thrilled when I go into a restaurant and it meets the expectations people have told me about it. And and, and I don't want it to be overly expensive, which knocks out most Michelin three-star restaurants. I just want it to be great food at a fair price. And I'll spend a lot. All right. Fair enough. Alan, let's start with Montreal, uh, a city that Robert and I have been to many times. We always enjoy our time there. It's certainly known. People know it as uh, famous for its annual jazz festival. It's deeply rooted in culture, both French and English traditions. You spent some time there recently. You wrote an article about the food scene, calling it the new food capital of North America. Why don't you share with our listeners what's going on in Montreal with food? Well, everything that's good is going on in Montreal. I mean, Montreal had a long stretch when I, I first worked there, actually, at a newspaper there about 40 years ago, and it was all some sort of variation on French food that wasn't very classic, but still it was tasty. And probably about 10, 15 years ago, Montreal created a local food culture, really a regional Quebecois cuisine. Uh, I pronounced that so badly, didn't I? Well, um, uh, uh, don't, don't go to me for the French accents. Mar- <laughs> Mary's is the one for that. So... They started doing the food of the region. And Quebec has fabulous farms, fabulous forests, fabulous products, and they started using them. And that was all started with a restaurant called Au Pied de Cochon. Um, I'm not telling everybody to go there. It's it's a good restaurant, but you know, the food is so rich. It's like medieval food, and mm-hmm. it's but it's of the of the region, foie gras, poutine, all these old dishes, mm. but it cre- it, it's the place that created the culture that enabled the restaurants to be what they are today. So we have, you have fabulous, small, well-run restaurants. Uh, some of them, and most of them, are sort of in the French style. Some are in the English style, because, as you know, both cultures exist there. Right. And none of them are overly priced. All of them do everything correctly. They have great service. They have pastry chefs, which are disappearing from New York. Yeah, they absolutely they yeah. are. Yes. Yeah, and 
and they do they, the small great restaurants exist in Montreal as I think they do nowhere else in America in a, in a superior way. They're just great. Hmm. So, so Alan, all right, so you've been in the food and travel business, you know, as you said, for a number of years now. And when you see emerging trends in a certain city or a region of the world, I guess, and swift changes in the food scene, who do you think are the creators of the changes? Is it the chefs? Is it the locals demanding new and exciting ways to experience food? Is it the demands of travel and tourism? What is it? I think it's the chefs. I mean, you get the right chef and you get him the right attention. And, and they can do a fabulous job. They can, they can, you know, we know that in New York they can turn neighborhoods around. But in the smaller cities, and by the way, I'm a small city guy these days. In the smaller cities, they can turn the whole cities around. I mean, Montreal is not that small. It's 1.7 million. But, but it's, it's enough that a guy named Martin Picard, who starred up Pierre de Cochon, and David McBillan, who started Joe Beef, and a few chefs like that also uh, a fellow named Norman Laprise, who has Tokay up there, they were really fundamental in, in starting these trends. And they did everything. They're the ones responsible for this, and I bless them for it. Okay, Alan, before we go any further, let me quickly reintroduce you to our listeners. If you're just tuning in, Robert and I are speaking with renowned food critic and journalist Alan Richman. Alan, let's move on to Oslo. Uh, a city that is not exactly known for its food, or at least it hasn't been over the years. Robert and I were in Iceland recently, and they've got a fairly new crop of restaurants, but most of the food is still old Icelandic traditional lamb, fish, potatoes. It's got the <laughs> Norse influence. Oslo strikes me it would be the same way, but what did you experience there? Well, it, it's changing. Yes, you're exactly right. Oslo, for the most part, still is Iceland. Um, I mean, the first dish someone told me I must have there was a, a lamb, potato, and cabbage stew. He said, it's great when there's lots of fat in it. <laughs> so that's the old, you know, food of Norway. I mean, I mean, it gets worse, of course, if you want to talk about the old food of Norway. It's, it's all salted and smoked. Every, yeah. I mean, one of the great dishes is dried sheep's head. How's that? Fabulous. Oh. In Iceland, I declined the fermented yes. shark in uh, urine. I just yes. decided oh, I, I don't need it. Great. Yeah. How yeah. about some? In, you can also get air dried lootfish in Oslo, but we'll oh. pass on that. Too. Oh, this Boy, is this a is, whole other show. Yeah. For a morning, uh, All right, let's move on to the new cuisine. What's yeah. going on that's new? So you can't eat the old. Let's no. just put that you know, right. to rest. Um, right. There's something going on called new Nordic cuisine. Mm -hmm. And it's not just in Norway, even though you think because it's called Nordic, but that's everybody up there. And for the most part, this has been a, uh, in New York City. I mean, what it is is this one chef behind the counter or behind in a little tiny kitchen doing all the cooking himself, sending out tasting menu portions of food. They're often, the food is often organic. It's foraged. It's sustainable. It's, you know, very modern cuisine. And, you, and that really was just starting out in Norway when I went to Oslo, and it was already thriving in New York City. The thing is that I didn't think it was that great in New York City. Mm -hmm. But then I, when I ran into these emerging restaurants doing this kind of food in Oslo, I, the food was really good. So it's an exciting time to be in Oslo. And I also saw in your article that they have a food hall, and this surprised me. <laughs> I'd love to know what you thought of the food hall in Oslo. I was in love with it. It yeah. took... The only problem with getting the food hall in Oslo from downtown is Oslo is a very expensive city. I think I spend mm -hmm. most of my money on taxi cab rides to go up Just there. to get there, okay. Yeah, but it's, it's lovely. It's called Methallen. Yeah. Um, it has little shops in it. It has uh, some small restaurants in it. It's charming beyond belief. And 
you know, if it was closer to downtown, I would have gone there every day. Yeah, we had that issue in Sydney last year when we were there, that, that market, the fish market and all that was way Trying out, to get down to it, right. But, you know, so speaking of food halls, you know, Mary and I, you know, we always try to seek out the local food markets, uh, you know, whenever we can when traveling. So we know most of your writings are focused on fine dining, but do you enjoy going to the local markets? Oh, I do. I love it. I mean, I'm a lousy cook. Let's just face it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, I have, you know, I have a girlfriend who pretended she likes my food and now she pretends she doesn't even pretend anymore. She hates my food. But I try. Yeah, I love going. Well, it's the effort. I, that's what Mary tells me all the time. A it's the effort, effort right? Yeah. right. <laughs> so that's good. So doesn't work with this girlfriend of mine. No, I like to. I like to wander around and look at things. And if they let me taste things, do I buy exotic vegetables to take home and cook? I, I'm ashamed to say I do not. But, well, all right, but, listen, Alan. I'm sorry. We're we're unfortunately we're out of time for today. We could have gone on for another of the rest yeah, of the show. Yeah, that was great. But, you know, uh, Rudy. I think he wants the next segment coming up. But we enjoyed speaking with you. Uh, where are you headed next? Um, I'm hoping to go to find somebody who will send me on a story to Europe because I haven't been there in so long. All right. Well, everyone out there listening, you know, we we reach out about a million, five, million, eight. So maybe someone's listening. They're going to send Alan on a trip. (laughs) Alan, listen, enjoy the weekend. Safe travels. Great chatting with you. you. Thank you. All right. Alan Richmond. That was great fun. He is. uh, He will be back. Folks, we'll have him back. Uh, Maybe we'll do something, talk about his thoughts about the U.S. or something. Exactly. All right. A reminder to please connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're going to take a quick break for some sponsor messages, but there's so much more ahead as the RM World Travel Express rolls on. You're listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Stay with us. Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. We're back after these messages. Have pain you can't ignore? Then try first-in-class relief from Salon Pass. Salon Pass pain relief patches have everything you need in one clinically proven solution. They're the strongest label pain reliever available without a prescription. Safely relieving pain for up to 12 hours. And Salon Pass is the first and only FDA-approved OTC topical pain reliever. For first-in-class relief, get Salon Pass pain relief patches. In the green box with a blue wave. Welcome to a new sponsor that we want everyone out there to know about and enjoy. It's La Blue Premium Ultra Water. And anything you're drinking that you think is water isn't unless it's 11% hydrogen and 89% oxygen without additives, minerals, solvents, and more. This is La Blue, a perfectly natural water that is odorless and colorless. Drink La Blue and you'll agree it's the best of the best as it has a fresh, clean taste that your body will crave. This is water and the perfect liquid for your body. Ask for it at retailers nationwide or at LaBlue.com or rmworldtravel.com. This is Robert Carey wishing you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays from all of us on the show. What follows is an encore presentation. Our phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Well, and sometimes you do just have to get away on vacation. And for segment three, we're going to do just that with a twist as Kathy Sudeikis will be joining Mary and me. Before we bring in Kathy, this portion of the program is sponsored by Travel Pro Luggage. We communicated with the Travel Pro team this week as they're based down in Boca Raton, Florida. And thankfully, other than some minor damage from Hurricane Irma, everyone at Travel Pro is safe and doing well. Folks, whether you're traveling for business or leisure, if you don't have good luggage, then you already have a strike against you.
shift for a successful trip. Travel Pro is affordable, quality luggage, and it's the choice of flight crews and frequent travelers as they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. If you're in the market for new luggage or looking for a perfect gift, look no further than Travel Pro luggage. Check them out at travelpro.com for all the retailers or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right. Voted one of the 100 most powerful women in travel by Travel Agent Magazine. Our next guest is widely considered one of the top travel agents, not only in the U.S., but in the world. She's won almost every travel award out there and has been a pioneer for women in the travel industry from the get-go. In other words, if you work in travel, you know our next guest. As you'll hear, she's passionate for all things travel and is known for her attention to detail in planning trips. Kathy Sudeikis is Vice President of Corporate Relations for Ascendus, a global business and leisure travel firm based in Mission, Kansas, and she joins us now. Kathy, very nice to meet you and welcome you to our show. Thanks for some of your time today. Oh, delighted to be with you. Well, we appreciate that. So Mary just went down your introduction, and uh, certainly you've had a very successful career in travel. But what she didn't mention to folks, uh, and clearly Sudeikis is not the most common name out there, you're also known as the actor Jason Sudeikis' mom, right? On a good day, yeah. I'm a co-creator. <laughs> co-creator. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we loved it. That's good. So, That's all right. great. So we know in your position you help curate and help people plan all kinds of trips around the world. You know, for right now, we're just going to focus on family reunions since our time is short today. But I saw a quote from you that said family reunions aren't for backyards anymore. But let's be honest, they're also more than just going to the ranches or descending on a hotel for a weekend. So how do you define family reunions in 2017? Kathy, and let's talk about some of the more popular places that people are going or they're engaging with. Well, one of the easiest trips to take for a family reunion is certainly a cruise vacation. You can do it in the three-day version, the five-day version, but really the seven-day version is the most popular, and it's because it's, uh, it alleviates the mealtime situation. If you take a destination spot, Dinner, for example, in New York City for 30 or 40 people can be like moving the Fifth Army, and it's a nightmare trying to get dinner reservations for that big of a group or theater tickets for that kind of a group. So if you're on a cruise ship, all of that is there for you. Grandma and Grandpa get to hold court at a dining room table and have different siblings and different grandchildren in front of them each night. That's one of the things I recommend is that everyone has to make the circuit and and sit with them at some point. And Grandma gets to expose them to vichyssoise and nice kinds of things that that nobody does anymore because we don't go to white tablecloth dinner places anymore. And, And this is really special. So, Kathy, on that note, when we were growing up um, and we did go to maybe white tablecloth dinners, we certainly went to dinner with our grandparents, but we didn't go on these long, wonderful trips. Why do you think multi-generational travel is on the rise these days? I know for certain that it is just too hard to see grandkids and see each other when you come to their home to visit them. My own mother would come to visit, and she'd end up driving to soccer practices and sitting in in parking lots during dance recitals and uh, dance rehearsals and things like that. And so there's just not enough time. Our kids are so overscheduled, and the parents are just as scheduled. So it's the runaway from home situation. And Often it's the grandparents paying, and it's in lieu of a 70th birthday, for example, to create an experiential moment rather than just another party and just another thing. Yeah, good point. We can certainly agree with all of that. You know, besides reunions and multi-generational travel, I'm curious, you know, what other types of travel do you find yourself right now focusing more on these days than maybe you have in the past? 
Well, the honeymoon trip is pretty much uh, an evergreen kind of situation. And what I found really, really interesting is that the families that I have done these multi-generational trips have people now that are circulating and understand what a travel agent does. So they're coming to me for their honeymoons, and then they're calling their friends, and their friends are asking them how they had such a fun trip. So we've opened a new generation of travelers by handling these multi-generational trips. People do everything from taking just their grandchildren. Sometimes they just take one, and that's a tradition to take them to Disney, and that's a lot easier to maneuver. But when it comes to the whole kit and caboodle, who are you going to call if something goes wrong and you need a travel agent and an unbiased third party to help you settle <laughs> right. in on it? Not only a date, but a destination. It makes a huge difference. Kathy, we're running out of time here, but want to get one last quick question in. You've enjoyed a full, successful career in travel. Robert and I often like to know how people got started in this industry. Did you grow up traveling? How'd you get started? Well, my dad was a Navy officer, retired, but we had the opportunity to go to a number of Navy ships. And then when I was a junior in college, I was blessed to spend from August until the following July in Rome, Italy mm. at a junior abroad program. Then I spent the summer on a rail pass and sailed well, home and on that would do it. That would do it. Well, yeah. Kathy, listen, it was very nice to connect with you today. Uh, we wish you the best and, and thanks for your time. All right. Have a nice weekend. It's a pleasure being with you guys. Thanks, Kathy. Take care. All right, Kathy Sudeikis, she is definitely a lot of experience out there. Yeah, I think you'd be blessed to have someone like Kathy put a trip together for you. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break, but there's still two more segments to go, so stick around, won't you? Rudy Max's World with the Carries returns in three minutes. Rudy Max's World with the Carries phone lines are open 24-7 at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at RudyMaxa.com. We're back after these messages. Ow, ow. Yep, you guessed it. I'm a speed bump, so I've got one job. I slow you down. So imagine how I feel about Geico, who does way more. Like, not only could they save you money on car insurance, but they've been around for over 75 years giving people fast and friendly claim service. Ow, ow. Plus, they got a nifty mobile app that gives you 24-7 access. Ow, ow. Just doing my job, buddy. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. Geico presents unhelpful home improvement how-tos. Overhanging trees present a real danger. During high winds, falling branches can damage roofs and windows. So today, I'll show you how to protect your home by wrapping it in bubble packaging. All you need is a staple gun and 142,000 feet of bubble packaging. Let's get started. You could try to protect your home with bubble packaging, or you could get covered for personal property damage through the GEICO Insurance Agency. Call GEICO and see how affordable homeowners insurance can be. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about relief factor. Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now, I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to say about Relief Factor. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. 
For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Have pain you can't ignore? Then try first-in-class relief from Salon Pass. Salon Pass pain relief patches have everything you need in one clinically proven solution. They're the strongest label pain reliever available without a prescription. Safely relieving pain for up to 12 hours. And Salon Pass is the first and only FDA-approved OTC topical pain reliever. For first-in-class relief, get Salon Pass pain relief patches in the green box with a blue wave. We've all tried a lot of pillows over the years at home, in hotels, on planes, while staying with family, friends, or wherever. If you're looking for an innovative pillow, MyPillow is it. You can adjust MyPillow's patented fill to your individual needs to help you get to sleep faster and stay there longer. MyPillows are made in the USA. They're backed with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. And you can even wash them and dry them. Right now, if you buy one MyPillow, you'll get a second for free. Just go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RUDY, or you can always visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Happy holidays from all of us on Rudy Max's World with the Carries. This is Mary Carey. What follows is an encore presentation. In the program, call anytime at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Max's World with the Carries. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection, everyone. We appreciate you being here with Mary, Rudy, and me today. You know, we've been receiving a good number of emails from all of you out there, so really, we do thank you for that. Um, so the three of us, we decided to do another email segment today to answer your questions that you've sent in. If you do have a travel question or you want to share a travel experience or comment with us, you can always send us a message on Facebook or Twitter at RM World Travel. And the email to send that, just go to our website, rmworldtravel.com, and click on the Contact Us button. You can fill out the information. It comes right to us. Uh, before we answer today's emails, a word about our sponsor, Casper Mattress. Well, if you're not yet sleeping on a mattress, we've talked to the good folks over there, and they're going to give you $75 off to help you end all the tossing and turning at night or waking up achy and sore. Casper's comfort foams guarantee you sleep cool and provide the right pressure relief and spinal alignment, keeping you balanced in cushiony comfort. And what we really like is Casper lets you try that mattress for 100 nights in your own home, risk-free. They'll ship it to you in a free, uh, for free in a box so small, you will not believe it holds a mattress, making it easy to get anywhere into your home, like into your bedroom. And if for any reason you don't like it, Casper will come pick it up and refund you everything, no questions asked. So go to Casper.com, use the promo code RUDY, R-U-D-Y, and you'll save $75. Or you can find the link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right, here's our first email. It's from Wes, uh, who listens in Biloxi, Mississippi, via our affiliate Supertalk 100.3 WOSM. He's asking, my wife and I have never been financially sound enough to take a really nice vacation, but I changed jobs last year, and for our upcoming 25th anniversary, I'd love to take her to Paris. What is the best way to save, plan, and pay for such a trip? Well, Wes, you take your wife to Paris for your 25th anniversary, and you should be in good shape for another 25 years, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, you know, I recommend you have a vacation fund where you put away whatever you can afford each month. And I'd also encourage you to pay for as much as you can from your living expenses uh, using the travel rewards credit cards. You know, Chase Sapphire comes to mind. Bank of America's got a new premium rewards card out there. But anyway, the more money that you can 
put onto that and spend the le and obviously earn those rewards, the less your trip will eventually cost because you'll be redeeming those rewards. So, Rudy, Mary, any suggestions two, for West? Two very quick things. Um, don't go in July and August. Uh, a lot of restaurants are closed in August. That's a vacation month for people in France. And it's really crowded. If you can go during off-season or shoulder season, you'll save some money, too. Go in April or May. I mean, I've gone in January and February and loved Paris. I go to uh, go in October or November. So hotel rates will be much lower, and airfares should be well good too. And uh, if you're going to stay in Paris, package do a package with an airline so they can reduce the cost of the airfare and hotel because it's hidden from you. But it'll be less than buying both the hotel and airfare separately. And by the way, you never should rent a car in Paris. Just take Uber or taxis. Exactly. I just have one very quick thing. This is for just travel in general. Um, liquidate. You, Robert, you mentioned a travel fund. Liquidate directly into it by selling things. I can't tell you how many people we know who sell things on eBay. Um, they have yard sales to put in, you know, to for money to put right into their travel fund. So and that, that'll obviously help. You'll have less yeah. to spend. All right. Next is Rhonda, who listens to the Travel Trio via our twenty four seven TuneIn dot com channel. Her question is: My husband and I are going on our first cruise next spring. Do you have any special packing tips for cruising? This is Ramp Your Alley, Mary. And how long will it take for me to get our luggage on board? Any thoughts, Mary? Well, yes. First, know your destination, know your itinerary, any possible weather, uh, check into dress codes. Most ships are resort casual these days, but there are some that are a little fancier and dressier for the captain's dinner. Um, so check with your individual cruise line. As far as packing goes... I uh, highly suggest that when you pack a carry-on, you keep it rolling because you'll be rolling around with that carry-on for a few hours before you can get into your cabin. Um, with essentials, uh, toiletries, maybe one outfit in case your luggage is lost, as it can take a day or two to catch up with you the next port. Um, but it can also take several hours to get your luggage delivered to your cabin. So it's always good to have some essentials in your carry-on. All right, real quick, uh, Rudy, I'm going to throw this to you. Frank, uh, he listens to us out in L.A. Again, L.A., K-R-L-A, the answer. Question, do you feel that you should always use a travel agent for cruise travel? What are your thoughts? Yes, because cruise agents, look for a cruise agent that sells a whole lot of cruises because they have, they have a whole lot of uh, uh, relationships with various cruise lines and they know where the discounts are. They have bargaining power. They might be able to get a, you know, a, uh, upgrade for you to, to a larger cabin or a bottle of champagne waiting you to get on it. I would always go to a travel agent, particularly one that has good connections with major cruise companies. Yeah, they, they certainly do have all the tips and tricks that they know out there, and they'll help you. And if something that, so. goes wrong, yeah. they can help you. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So, folks, please do keep sending us your travel questions and experiences. You can do that at RM World Travel, and you'll find that on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, or just contact us, like I said earlier, at rmworldtravel.com. Click on Contact Us. Thanks to Wes, Rhonda, and Frank for your questions today. You're listening to Rudy Max's World of the Carries. Segment 5 is next. Don't touch that channel. To join Rudy, Robert, and Mary, call 800-387-8025 or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Happy holidays from all of us on Rudy Max's World with the Carries. This is Robert Carey, and what follows is an encore presentation. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome back, everyone. This is your RM World Travel Connection, and it's time for the 14th installment of our destination spotlight in the 18th state in our nation, a.k.a. the Bayou or the Pelican State. And before we take you to New Orleans, a quick message to say that today's show is sponsored by Cunard Cruise Line. 
And when you travel aboard Cunard, you know, you're going to experience a wonderful mix of discovery, relaxation, and sophistication at sea or on land. From their famous vessels of the past to today's modern Queen Mary II, Queen Victoria, and Queen Elizabeth, Cunard guests travel in unparalleled style. Enjoy luxury accommodations, grand feasts, and elegant dining rooms. You can indulge in literary pursuits, theatrical productions, music. They have terrific pools, a lively casino, and an array of experiences on the many ship decks. Travel aboard a Cunard cruise line is an opportunity to write your own ocean adventure encompassed in legendary luxury. For itineraries and destinations, go to Cunard.com or find a link at rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. All right. Right, now let's head down to the Big Easy and welcome in the CEO of New Orleans Tourism, Mark Romick. Mark, welcome to the show as we spotlight New Orleans today. I'm so happy to be with you all. I am so excited to talk about my favorite city. I'm sure you are, and we are as well today. So listen, there are a lot of great places to visit in America, for sure. But New Orleans, it certainly ranks right up there. It's a truly unique city. You've got great food and really an atmosphere unlike anywhere else. So talk to us about some of your favorite things about the city, Mark. Well, you know, that New Orleans has now for almost 300 years been a welcoming port. Uh, we are just on the verge of our tricentennial, uh, which will be in 2018, dating back to the 1718 year when Bienville first uh, laid his head down on a straw mat somewhere along the banks of the Mississippi River, where we now have our French Quarter. And because of that, we have seen cultures and countries and immigration from all over the world help populate our city to create what we believe truly is um, is the authentic and, and unique gumbo that we call the city. And because of that, we have so much to share with the rest of the world, and, and that's our job here. What, what we do here at the New Orleans Tourism Marketing Corporation is to tell those stories. So let's go back to the, uh, you mentioned the French Quarter. I think for listeners, whether they've been to New Orleans or it's on their list, they're certainly familiar with, uh, or at least have heard of the French Quarter, the legendary Bourbon Street, uh, everyone's favorite place for beignets and coffee, Cafe du Monde, although I don't think you can get a bad cup of coffee in New Orleans. Um, But there's a number of other quaint neighborhoods that I'd love for you to speak about. Thank you. That's a very good question and uh, gives me an opportunity to discuss those other areas of the city which, uh, if you think through our neighborhoods, we have some 78 uh, distinct neighborhoods in the city of New Orleans, French Quarter being one of those. We can go all the way north of the French Quarter to, to the lakefront, uh, where we have some beautiful homes, uh, Lakeshore Drive, uh, Historic Lighthouse, and the University of New Orleans, and that would be the lakefront area of the city. Come all the way south, closer to the, the river, and along the riverfront, upriver from New Orleans, there is the historic warehouse district, You've got the Garden District, where uh, wonderful Commander's Palace, one of the many, many restaurants. It's one of my favorites, absolutely, right. Then you go further up into what they call the university section, where you have Tulane University, Loyola University, mm-hmm. and the historic Audubon Park, the site of the Audubon Zoo, one of the ten best zoos in America, and the site of the 1884 Cotton Exposition, which was a World's Fair in itself, and uh, a wonderful area of beautiful oaks and, and just great family uh, playground. And then we come back around uh, on the streetcar line, because I've just followed the streetcar line upriver. Mm-hmm. You go into the Carrollton neighborhood, another historic area of the city, which was its own city at one time until New Orleans annexed it back in the 1800s. And then, of course, you've got Mid-City, where the other large park in our city is located, City Park, the third largest uh, urban park in the country, of the wonderful new golf course, uh, professional golf course uh, designed by Reese Jones. You've got that uh, sitting along the historic Bayou St. John. And the Bayou St. John was the actual waterway that Bienville used to come into the city. He could not traverse up the Mississippi River itself because of the current. So his sailboat, his sailing vessel, took 
the Lake Pontchartrain route to Bayou St. John, and then he came down Bayou St. John within a, a mile or two of uh, what we now know as the French Quarter. So we've just covered just a few of the neighborhoods. But that's a tremendous diversity right there, and that's oh, really it is the tremendous. point. Yeah, that's what we wanted to get to because if people think about the you know the epicenter of the nightlife in Bourbon Street, New Orleans is so much more than that. It's so much more rich than that. One other thing I really wanted to ask you real quick, you know, I don't think the foodies will ever overtake the nightlife in New Orleans, <laughs> but that certainly has to be one of your top draws as well. No question, right? It really is. That is one of our true sort of legs to the stool of New Orleans. We have now over fourteen hundred different styles of restaurant cuisine in the city of New Orleans, uh, up from about 800 restaurants right before Hurricane Katrina. So we've seen an explosion of uh, chefs and the entrepreneurship that comes along with starting a new restaurant and the, and the experimental, uh, experimental nature of the cuisine. Uh, mixing it with Creole, and you have Asian influence. Oh, it, it, it is, no question. I mean, folks, if you haven't been to New Orleans for the food, Mark, real quick, we've got about 30 seconds left on this. Can you give us a quick fact or two that you think most people need to know about New Orleans? Well, one thing is that it's a, it's a great deal for every pocketbook. We've got price points that will cover all desires and uh, needs that you might have as an individual or a family or a business uh, traveler coming to the city of New Orleans. And we have an expanding airport with more and more direct flights, and over 20,000 hotel rooms within a mile and a half of the downtown. Yeah. E- easy wow. to navigate as well. <laughs> All right, listen, Mark, unfortunately, yeah. we're going to have to leave it there today. Folks, you can find out more at neworleansonline.com. Mark, have a nice weekend. Thank you very much for Thanks, Mark. Me. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, fun city, New Orleans. Yeah, and I uh, love hearing about the restaurant explosion since Katrina. Yeah. Even and, well, more, listen, yeah. The, the, the city has certainly rebounded. Yeah. Folks, that's going to do it for hour one of the program this week, but we still have a whole other hour straight ahead. And after these messages, Mary, Rudy, and I will be back, and we'll be talking everything and anything in the world of travel with you. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World with the Carries, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.